Oh, hi. Hi, hello. Hi, hi, hello. How are you? How are you? My name's Reese. if you didn't know. And this is not another Drag Race podcast, because uh, another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars came out this week, and it was uh, Queen's Show Up. And guess who showed up? One of our faves. Woohoo! I'm a show up queen. He's a show up queen <laughs> who's literally now uh, holds the record for most episodes of None Other Drag Race. Seriously? Podcast. Okay. Yes. Woohoo! Andy from Pop Chops, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I'm better now. Back, back, back again. Back, 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 back again. Uh, this has been a weird week, I will say that. Um, uh, so I'm happy that Drag Race came out because it gave me something to do. Uh, I watched it at Molly's Bar and Diner nice. um, with my friends. And it was a great time. Um, great to watch uh, with uh, a whole bunch of our queer fam. And, of course, this was an episode where if you wanted to be in with a crowd reacting to things, oh, boy. As opposed to last week's episode where the acting <laughs> challenge went for about two hours. <laughs> <And> there was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the crowd are probably getting up out their seats, leaving. Yeah, I think every gay bar in the world who was watching that episode was like, <laughs> breaking into conversation. What is like, going on? <laughs> <laughs> so what were your thoughts? Let's talk about, I mean, last week's episode, as we all know, Akira C. Davenport. Miss Arse Almighty. Arse Almighty got the complete vote. I mean, I feel like Akira just kind of laid down on the train tracks and was like, it's my time to go. Yeah. See you later. She got unanimously voted out. Um, and she kind of was happy to go, I thought. In fact, I even thought when RuPaul was like, you know, what's the, what's the thing where he's like, um, we have a game within a game. Are you going to be coming back? I felt like Akira was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm kind of ready to go actually. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> For the first time she was like, oh, do we have to? <laughs> yeah, I don't blame her to be honest with you. When you go that far into it and you're like, oh man, okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm done. But then you're like, wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I feel bad for the girl. Uh, obviously she knew her time was up, but I'm glad that Raja uh, is still with us uh, because damn, that bitch is entertaining. Absolutely. And there was no way she was going home. As no. Sonique said something like, um, there was no way he was putting your name near my titty, <laughs> which um, I enjoyed. Oh, I got to ask because I know you're a big uh, Christina fan. What did you think of the dirty lip sync? Um, yeah, <laughs> like it was, it was, it was fine. I like it when um, Sonique does splits. I don't think she was really giving a lot else besides the, um, no, the gymnastics. We did mention last week, Connor was like a little like, uh, it was, she didn't need to do that second somersault. But she kind of did because she wasn't really serving much else, else, which I don't really understand because this week, which we'll get into later, she was kind of serving the whole time. So she can pull it off. Um, oh yeah, she can. Yeah. I don't know. For Dirty, I think it deserved a bit better. That's fine. I, I felt the same way about Womanizer as I think everyone did. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it was also great to see Manila lose on again, even though she didn't really do much. She didn't do much, but like even just her presence and walking on stage and her face, Ugh. I was like, it was good to see her back. God, she's, I, I said this last week, I'll say it again. She's going to go down as, this show could go on 20 plus seasons. She will be one of those top. The top competitors. One yeah. of the best queens from Drag Race of all time. Agreed. She's just, she's Next to a Alaska. I'm sure she'll come back. Surely. Oh God, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Anything can happen. I think we all know that at this point, don't we? Uh -huh. um, <laughs> so this week, uh, I I got to say, this was such a clear, again, I think anyone who listens to the pod who's like, Reese, get over it already. I'm sorry, I can't help it. This was such a moment of producer interference 
when Jan suddenly just went, so yes. I'm looking around the room and only two of you haven't won a challenge. I know Eureka and Pandora's reaction was hilarious. Though. It was hilarious. But at some point I'm like, okay, what producer said to Jan in her ear, Hey, <laughs> do, you, do you want to point this out? Cause this would be good for the episode story arc. I know. And like just further solidifying people's annoyance with Jan. Like <laughs> Jan has been set up this season. Like she she's been, has. she's been gaslit. She's been painted in a weird light. Yeah. She's not getting a great edit this time. I will. Can I say this now? Well, now that we're on the subject, I was going to bring it up later, but Here's, I brought this up as well on the lost episode of this pod, but obviously no one's heard it because I lost <laughs> the whole audio. But so I'll say it again um, for the benefit of everyone who can actually hear this episode. I'm a little over that episode that I lost uh, the audio for was uh, Pink Table Talk. Ah, uh, um, okay. I am over Trauma Olympics. Oh, like pulling like the traumatic experience out of the contestants. I you will cause, cry because Jan was in the bottom for that challenge as well. The thing, and we'll you know, of course, we'll get into this week's challenge. But the whole concept of you need to have a story, have a story. You need to open up. You need to reveal things about yourself that might um, give you an emotional backstory, an emotional like. I just Jan. I think we all know at this point. She's a very talented young performer. She got, a BF, she got a BFA in musical theatre. She's a very young uh, artist. Weaponized her BFA in musical theatre. Weaponized theater. her BFA. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And she, I just don't think she has a lot of trauma to utilise for a reality TV show. I don't know. I personally believe everybody has trauma though. Surely. Possibly. And but if you don't, maybe if you're she's happy, not affected by it. If you're happy 100% of the time, I don't trust you. <laughs> so, <laughs> But do you think... If, but here's the thing. If she does and she doesn't feel like bringing it out for the sake of a reality TV show, I actually respect her more. Okay. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And I was thinking the same about Sunik this episode. I was like, it would have been good if she talked about her trans experience during the song. We're mm. skipping ahead here. But then I was like, maybe she doesn't want to be that trans person and insert it into every single challenge, her yeah, experience. And I, I was that. like, and she doesn't need to. Like, she's a woman. She can talk about other experiences in her life. Yeah. So. No, I, I completely agree there. Yeah. I just feel like um, I don't need, like, I'll, Maybe I'll just leave it at this and we can get into it later if we want. I don't need whoever wins this thing and they're in the Hall of Fame and a crown and scepter in their hand, although they never wear the crown these days on the runway, do they? Because <laughs> they doesn't fit on their wings. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but when they have that scepter in their hand, I'm not going to be sitting there saying, wow, I'm really glad she won because she opened up about her trauma. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. Maybe it's appealing a bit to the the younger crowd who like need to relate to the contestants. Because sure. for me, I just want a fierce competitor to Thank win. Thank you. Yeah, I, it's a drag competition, guys. I, I don't need awesome to see drag. myself in them. I mean, I do because they're like fierce and amazing. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're all fierce and amazing. Um, but that's kind of my thing. I'm just kind of like I don't I don't need. Um, that's why I was like the judge's main thing with Jan this episode was we need you to have a bit of more soul. And I'm like, I'm sure she does. It's just not what you're looking for for the sake of this television show. Right. Right. Like, Got it. I, I, again, I like drag. I love drag. I love showcasing queer artists doing amazing things. That's why I love the show. I don't need Jan to have a moment where she's like, Actually, when I was three. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you like, know what? This is going to sound really horrible, but I always fast forward the – um, the final four where they hold up the baby photos and say, what would you say to your younger self? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I think it's always like such a reach and I don't know. <laughs> I enjoyed actually watching that moment on Down Under because um, 
it was I was actually interested to hear what Art would say, what Keita would say. And I love that Scarlett just basically said, um, you're going to make mistakes <laughs> and you're going to learn from them and you're going to oh, need to do better. that's Scarlett. Okay. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Okay. But she also said, lean more on your sisters, like your drag sisters. I'm like, yeah, you should, probably should. Oh my God, you've got a memory. Like I've had like two seasons after that one, like Espana and now this one. I know it's nuts. And <laughs> I think we all saw the promo. UK season three is coming. You, and I saw today, season. Holland has got season two coming season out two now as Holland. well. So we're set. We are set. And then after the UK, at some point, Canada has got season two coming. Canada, yep, um, international and um, the superstar all star um, winner season. Apparently, that's on the way as well. Again, I'm not a Reddit person. I don't like rumors, even though they all turn out to be true. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Will we get fatigue? I, I'm. I think we might, and I hate that I'm saying that. Yeah, I actually, I've never thought this before, but right now. I kind of feel like this season, I'm enjoying it, but I feel like it's also just kind of doing its job. Like it's mm. it's doing what it needs to do. It's mm. not really like- Definitely. This is the season, this is the All-Stars 5 I wanted. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all in agreement All-Stars 5 was such a weird little, it was like, this is a three horse race. Yes. But I'm also very glad that we got this good episode because I was worried after that um, Rimerican horror story. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I will say, I mean, I said this last week, the only acting challenge I think I've actually skipped through because I do want to give them a shot is um, uh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Drag Queens from season three. Oh, 13. you skipped through that one? Yeah. I thought that was all right. I got through half of it and I'm like, I can't with this. Like Candy Muse is just bugging me. <laughs> I do find the, um, the UK and the, Canada ones, I just stopped myself saying Canada. Um, <laughs> the Canada ones are better for some reason. Like maybe they've got different script writers over there that are doing a better job, but they're just slightly Probably. funnier. I actually loved um, the Beast Enders on season two of UK. But it, yeah, it wasn't bad. I thought I thought the judges' critiques were ridiculous. Like I thought tasted incredibly well and should not have been in the bottom, but I mean, it's taste. I guess they- whatever. Yeah, true. Maybe they just wanted to see a lip sync. I don't know. Um, Didn't we all? Oh yeah, God, I'm so jealous that they're on tour right now and we can't go. Mm. Anyway, maybe in 2026, who knows? <clears throat> um, Drag <laughs> Expo 2026, they'll all be there. It'll be the uh, uh, United King Dolls reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode, as we said, uh, Queen Show Up is the name of the song where they all have to write a lyric for. Just on that, what does Show Up Queen mean? Does it mean literally like they show up to the gig? Uh, I th I'm... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish we had a drag queen here we could ask. Um, it's like you show up for your sisters or? I think so. That's okay. what I think it is. Cause they wanted it to be kind of inspiring okay. messages. Um, I don't, that's not, and it, like we don't really use that expression in Australia. Queens. No, we don't. I'm a show up, I'm a show up girl. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a show up for you. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm like, a oh, okay. Like yeah. I'm a show up for you. Ah, oh, okay. Get it. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. But you know, um, I guess at this point, uh, 15,000 seasons into Drag Race, if you can think of an original idea, go for it. I actually missed that it was meant to be inspiring and kind of like teaching the children the first time I watched it. So mm. yeah, I was a bit drunk the very first time I watched it, but <laughs> I have seen it another time since then. So we're good. I was, uh, I was uh, deep into a Palmer when I first watched it. So I wasn't paying that as much attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's great Palmers. Um, I got to say the song itself, well, we'll get into the fact that they did teams, which was interesting. Um, it was interesting because they were all performing together. They were of. performing together and they all had their own individual part, but. That was confusing to me. Cause like they had also choreographed for the other teams um, lyrics as well. They did. Just in the background. They did. So that was interesting. And they didn't Why? like get their own girl group name, uh, like an individual name for each team. No, 
And I will be pedantic and say, is that the right use of pedantic? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Like um, I will say, um, I thought it was honestly last week in American Horror, Rue American Horror Story, Coven Girl. Um, <laughs> um, it was weird that, you know how Pandora did two roles? Yes. Like she Her character died when she did Mar- Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Yeah. And then she came back as the other character. Wouldn't it have been better to switch these challenges so that Pandora only would have had to do one role or whoever got to do one role and there would be an even team. If they did this last week, there would have been four and four. But this week there was four and three. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, I know that's so I, stupid. And I always kind of feel like, the like even with the um, – the Super Bowl challenge, I always feel like the parts are just a little bit too good for each contestant. Like, I don't really believe that they actually pick those roles. I think it's like predetermined. <laughs> yeah. Because they've also got the costumes like ready in their size as well for the roles. So, yeah. Yeah, I think um, that that Super Bowl thing this, this season was, I think they all said, I chose this person and they obviously came with yeah. the outfits. But I think the producers probably were like, you would be a great Katy Perry, Scarlet Envy. Like, come on. Yeah. And I also think, um, like, Sonique, it was so perfect for um, Jessica Lang's role. Mm. It's like it's almost like just a little bit too perfect in Pandora doing, um, what's her name? Uh, I'd never watched it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mummy Dearest. Yeah, the redhead. Yeah. That's all I know. All I, all I know from that show are the memes. Right. Okay. <laughs> the Balenciaga and, of course, Surprise Bitch. Oh, right, right, right. American Horror Story. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do know that they've got like, – it was American Horror Stories is the new season. It's awful. It's really, really <laughs> bad. It's really bad. And I actually bought Binge to watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, luckily, there's lots of other good stuff on Binge. I'm sorry, I'm not sponsored by Binge. <laughs> no, but, we're not sponsored. <laughs> but um, American Horror Stories is is, is horrible. <laughs> I will say um, if you're lucky, if you spend enough money on Uber Eats, like I <clears throat> sometimes do, um, you can get enough points to get uh, – uh, uh, what is it? Binge for like two months for free. I've been doing that for the past six, seven months. Oh, okay. I've not go. paid for binge in ages, which makes me feel better because they're owned and operated by Foxtel, which is Rupert Murdoch. <coughs> oh. So, um, but if you do have binge, plenty of great stuff. Veep, obsessed with it. Sex in the City. Like, I'm watching The Undoing and just enjoying like Nicole Kidman's hair. <laughs> oh my god, the internet would not shut up about her hair. <laughs> It's because she hates when people talk about her wigs. So Does it just she? makes it it makes it funnier. Yeah, she pretty much hung up on Jackie O when she asked her a question about her wigs. <laughs> like she was like, oh, it was a stupid question. Jackie O was like, what's your favorite wig you've worn? And Nicole, <laughs> Nicole literally goes, anyway, I better go. <laughs> Got another interview to do. Bye. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I respect Nicole Kidman Me so too. much more right now. Me too. She uh, takes herself very seriously and, and we love that. Well, she's a fucking Oscar winner. She can. And she's Aussie I'm an royalty. Oscar winner, bitch. <laughs> we've, I, gone, we've gone way off track, by the way. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> because, I mean, I mean, look, would Nicole Kidman rather people talk about her wigs or a fake nose? Because that was Zing. one movie. Wow. That was one movie she wore a prosthetic nose and people were on about it for years. Oh, that nose. The, okay. In the hours. People, they did SNL sketches about it all the fucking time. I was because like, she got uggified and she won an Oscar for it. She won an Oscar, yeah. Which, you know, a lot of people do. Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, she was nominated for um, Bombshell. Yeah, and she um, had great prosthetics for that. Because she like, made me actually give a shit about Megyn Kelly, which is not a, an easy thing to do. Right. <laughs> I feel like um, uh, maybe Sandra Bullock did it at one stage. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Any, anyways. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll do an Oscars podcast sometime, and we'll, <laughs> we'll get all this out. Um, so for this challenge with the two groups, they were it was an interesting setup. So it was 
Uh, Raja chose Jan. First. First, which I wasn't surprised at, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a music challenge. She can sing. True. <laughs> True. She can sing really well. Um, we all heard the uh, the talent show, even though Silky tried to pass it off as being lip synced, but it wasn't. <clears throat> We're not going to talk about that? If it's, right. if it's lip synced or not, she can sing like that live. She so can. that's it what was, matters. Yeah, exactly. Um, who else did she have in the team? She also had Trinity K. Bonnet. And she also had um, Raja O'Hara. Yeah, Raja was who was the fourth? Holy shit! Uh, Pandora, <laughs> Pandora, of course. Holy shit! How could I forget Pandora? My super apologies, everyone. Um, and of course, the other team was Sonique as well as Eureka and Ginger. Um, I again, not really sure why we needed teams. Yeah, it was strange, um, especially when when the when the challenge actually happened and they were singing and everything, or you know, performing and everything. What? They all looked pretty like cohesive in terms of fashion. It was definitely, and it was definitely all recorded together as we saw. And yeah. there was also a part where um, Sonique and Raja kind of interacted in the vocals as well. Yes. Which, um, anyways, it didn't make any sense, but I guess it they didn't. maybe just wanted to have a girl group challenge. But they had a moment where they were like, uh, Sonique and Ginger and Eureka were like, well, what are we going to wear? And then they pulled out completely different outfits and it was like a, a hilarious moment. But also I was like, but in the end it didn't matter because they all kind of- We're on the stage at the same they, time anyway. Exactly. Mm. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> let's let's not question the mind of Rue, or should we say Rue's producers. Um, when it came to the lyrics of this and the recording session with, of course, Leland and um, oh, who was his friend who Ginger was thirsting the fuck over? <laughs> uh, I know it was Freddie because he said Freddie got fingered. Yes. Which was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is cute. I'm not going to lie. Also, Leland's pretty cute too. I wonder if he's choice of one of ever. Ne- never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um I got to okay, so when it came to actually like talking about these, uh, recording these lyrics, anyone that you preferred, anyone that you thought was a standout? Um, I thought Raja did a very, very good job. She did. Um, Eureka's reaction was like, work. And like, I, I agreed with that. Um, yeah, I mean, the finished product was a different story because I thought TKB definitely had the best verse. But yeah. during recording, I was like, um, Raja's got this. Yeah, I felt that same way too. I also, um, <clears throat> I got it. Mm. I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm a little like, again, it's, it falls into the whole trauma Olympics thing. Uh, maybe I'll bring it up in judges critiques, but I'm a little annoyed that Eureka took the time to say, like they showed the the confessional where Eureka was saying, um, Jan's lyrics are all kind of like me, me, me. Like I'm mm. happy and I like that I'm, I don't know, 110% all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then Eureka's lyrics we found out were all about her as well because it was about her being... Like her body image. Her body image and her body positivity. Again, body positivity is something we praise. But Jan liking herself and being happy with being a very positive person is something to be negative about. Whatever. Yeah, no, but I, I think mean, I think Eureka did kind of speak about it on like a larger scale as well because she had this really probably. weird lyric that I had to like really think about and I still didn't really understand, <laughs> which, which was like something like... Positivity and self-love is the new pandemic, which- That's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt like it should have- it, First of all, I don't think that's really something to encroach on on that kind of a song, but- um, Yeah. If it had been like maybe like self-doubt is the new pandemic or something like that. Because yeah, self-doubt is- like so something let's, crippling let's rather top, than- Let's topple it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like self-love is the new pandemic. I just don't get that. So that's- <laughs> What? <laughs> well, it's going to kill people and um, you know stop the world <laughs> in its tracks. <laughs> Shit, we shouldn't be laughing about that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, that was a little weird, but at least she was talking about um, self love on like a broader scale. Like, I guess she means it's it's going to be catching 
I don't, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound right to me. It, it didn't, no. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I will be honest, when I was uh, watching it at Molly's, I was, because I have captions on, of course, I was reading the lyrics on screen. So that really helped with this song because um, some of the time it's, it is it is a little difficult to try and get what the message they're singing about. Yeah. Um, I did love Raja so much, but I... Um, the other thing was I was quite excited for Pandora's verse because um, when she was talking about being just incredibly shy when she was younger, that's like very relatable to me because so was I. And I really had to like push myself to, you know, do anything like public really, anything like performative. Mm. And I was like ready for those lyrics. And like it, how did that translate to ha, ha, ha? I know. I was like, there was none, like zero, yeah, like I literally gotta, zero. I got to say Pandora's lyrics were, um, well, she did say in the walkthrough with Rue, um, uh, she was going to lean on uh, what she kind of what she did for the talent show or the variety show. Mm. And even then I was like, oh girl, maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't do that. Because I, I, think <laughs> I was one of the only people apparently who thought that wasn't very good at all. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I think Trinity or somebody, maybe Raja brought up that that song was good. So she should do it similar to that <laughs> song. But I think she took it way too literally. Like I think she kind of meant you've got it in you so you can translate it for this challenge. Yeah. But I think she took it. Way too seriously. She's like, let's do the exact same thing with the word ha. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It's unfortunate. I think we all knew what was going to happen there. Um, after, of course, they do the recording session, as with all of these bloody challenges, it's time for choreography. Uh, this was super fun for me. Um, the first team to do their little choreography was, uh, well, Raj's team, but Trinity kind of took the lead because she is a great dancer, yes, as we've all seen uh, numerous times. Uh, I loved, first of all, Pandora was struggling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement. She was doing nothing. Like she was just standing there staring She's, at the other queens. She really like, did get into her head. She was like, uh, you could just tell she was, she's like she had no confidence in herself at all. Yeah, and I did kind of enjoy Ginger, when Ginger spoke out and Trinity was like, who asked you? <laughs> oh, let's talk about I that. Was like shut her down. Like, because. You know what? I, I do get like giving critiques from the sidelines, but that was so obvious that I don't think Ginger really had to chime in. I think the group knew that Pandora was struggling to keep up. Well, that's the thing. Ginger was like, I'm just letting you know, like from our perspective, yeah. this is what it looks like. And I'm like, yeah, but- That's what it looks like from their perspective too. Like yeah, it's pretty obvious. That's why Trinity's trying to work with Pandora. And it, exactly. they were all trying to like, you know, show up. They were trying to show up Exactly. Pandora. Um, I think as a team, they worked very well together. They did. Yeah, they did. They Especially uplifted their weakest link, which was Pandora. They did. And that's what you need to do. I mean, obviously you can't teach someone who doesn't know how to dance how to do a fucking routine like that, you know. Overnight. Overnight. Yeah. Um, but one team that we did see struggle was uh, Sonique, Ginger and Eureka because when they walked on the stage, Sonique actually said, does anyone want to take the lead? And Eureka said, uh, we can all work together. Can you? Can you, Eureka? Can you work with it? Because it didn't yeah. seem like you could. No, they, they didn't work well together. They should have just picked a leader and stuck with it. If it was me, I mean, not being a great dancer, not having really done choreography, I'd be like, whoever's got the most experience, take that fucking lead. Tell me what to do. Yeah, I would. Uh, that's that's kind of been my thought with, like, that happened a lot in, what was it? The beginning of season 13, which feels like 800 years ago at this point. Um, the the second group of girls with Denali and Rosé, uh, when they were doing choreography for their... What was the song they did again? It was like Phenomenon, was it? No, that was the first one. Not no, sure. Phenomenon was the second one. The, the first one was um, Congratulations. 
Congratulations. Okay. I think so, yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> this is such like a, I can't believe, A, that we remember all this shit, but also it was only like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, uh, in that challenge, I remember watching it thinking Denali and like I think a couple of the others were like, oh, no, I'm a dancer. Let's I want to do this or we should do this. And uh, they were like refusing to like select one person to be like the – the do you think it, it could be one of two things? It could be a that nobody wants to like be the leader of the ship because they go down with the ship if uh, it was judged in yeah. groups, which they seem to just pick and choose when they will judge in groups and when they won't. Um, or two, I think on All Stars they're very very conscious of not wanting to be annoying to the viewers, so they might not want to seem bossy and like in charge or yeah. so. And I think especially on that team, Eureka and Ginger are very conscious of the way they're being portrayed. So they're <laughs> well, probably like, I don't want to take the lead. That's the thing. I mean, I, I, this is what I thought about when I watched season 13. I was like, if if you do, I understand if you take the lead and it bombs, then you bear responsibility. But if you are confident enough in your ability as a dancer or as a, a choreographer, then be confident enough that you won't run into those issues. Yeah. Like, and it could, it could definitely have the opposite effect. And like, I mean, Trinity won, so. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's, it's tough. And it's just, I would prefer someone take the lead rather than, too many cooks in the kitchen who are like, nah, 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 let's do it this way. It's yeah. like, well, bitch. <laughs> I want to be a team player. Nah. Remember, actually, remember on season 12 when um they gave Sherry Pie like that one episode where we saw her <laughs> and, <laughs> and she um she also was like chiming in a lot and we're all like, already we don't like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she is the most hated contestant in RuPaul's Drag Race history, apparently. I, I, I said this before and I'll say it again. I really want to see the original cut of season 12. Yeah, me too, 12. me too. To just see how she was going to be portrayed because we got Because it was one still such a good season, even without her in it. So what would it have been like if it was as they intended? Yes, because we, we had no idea what her arc was. Yeah. Absolutely no idea. We just knew she was there. And it's it's kind of weird because um, there's one episode where she won. Um, it was like a hospital acting challenge. Yeah, that one. Um, and the way they cut it together, like there was no laughter during like any of her line delivery in the skit. And I was mm. like, there must have been laughter because she won the freaking challenge. But they just cut it so it was like just crickets. And that like, was also, was that also <laughs> the episode where they didn't show her runway, but they she got obviously high critiques. So we saw her anyway. Yeah. I was like, well, well I what's the point? I think they cut, they cut most of her runways out, but you could I, see, you could obviously see them because she was standing on exactly. stage. Exactly. Oh, it's so <laughs> stupid. Oh, whatever. I mean, I get it. They were in a really t- difficult position there, but ugh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's not give her any more airtime. Um, Tamron Hall already did. Um, oop, 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 oop. Ciao. <laughs> Oh, we're back. We're back. And someone remembered he has a soundboard to use. (laughs) Um, Next day in the workroom, this was um, one of those moments where I think nothing really big happened, but they were like, obviously a producer said to them, why don't you guys talk about music that you like? What was like um, your inspiration? What girl groups do you love? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to bring this up uh, to ask you, Andy. Um, Oh, sorry. Andy from Pop Chops, your full legal name at this point. Um, Uh Andy from Pop Chops, who... I know you are a pop aficionado, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, um, anyone who's listened to the pod knows that at this point. 
If you could. <laughs> this is such a prolonged question. If you what could name your favourite <laughs> pop group of all time. Oh, okay. Because um, I have mine. Does it have to be? Yeah, a girl group, obviously. Yeah. Uh, which it would be anyway, to be honest. Well, I'll, I'll lead in. Mine's Spice Girls. Yeah, I'm going to well. say Spice Girls as well. Because, and I actually, I think I tweeted it out this week or last week. I feel like, so I was watching some Spice Girls stuff on YouTube. Like um, I watched a little, there's a YouTube channel, I think called Trash Theory. Okay. Um, that do music, uh, like half hour music retrospectives about uh, some things. Um, like there was, they did one about the Sugar Babes Freak Like Me song and how that came to be because it was a sample. And by, yep. uh, Richard Richard X. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, that one. Well, he cut them together. That wasn't, yeah. yeah. Um, and they also did, uh, did one about Spice Girls and how Wannabe just completely changed the game. And I was like getting into a Spice Girls K-hole and I was like, I, I know I'm of this generation. I know people... Older than me don't get it. People younger than us don't get it. I'm sorry, but Spice Girls really were one of the biggest things to happen in the history of music. Absolutely. But also Jan must have been very young when the Spice Girls came out because she mentioned yes. that her grandparents took her to Ginger's solo album signing when she was, I think she said like maybe five. So that was about 90, it would have been 98, 99? 98, 99. Yeah. So yeah, she's so a bit I, younger than us. Yeah, she's she's younger than me, that's for sure. I would have been about 13 when the Spice Girls came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So. Sorry, uh, revealing Andy's age on the, <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, one of my earliest memories I have ever had of going to the movies was seeing Spice World in the movies. Yeah, me too. And actually, I enjoy this conversation between um, Ginger and Pandora. Sorry, Ginger and Jan about the Spice Girls because um, I won tickets to see that movie at the movies. And that was like one of my favorite childhood memories of all time. Like I was so excited. They were giving out the free, um, the impulse spice. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Deodorant at the time. Um, and I had a few of those. I had like, I actually had a box dedicated to the Spice Girls. Like I had like, oh. I had like postcards in there, like the impulse spice, like any magazine article I could oh, find. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So that is one of my favorite childhood memories. I, uh, yeah. I don't think anyone uh, can say, like, I think everyone can agree. They probably have the same feeling about Spice Girls as well. Like of our generation um, or they you know, admit it. Cause I know plenty of straight boys are like, Ooh, Spice Girls. No, they were amazing. And you know that um, I, I even remember seeing the movie being like in the, in the credit scene when they're talking to camera, I'm like, can they see us? Yeah, what? <laughs> I was like, this oh, is so that, yeah, yeah, that part. <laughs> like when Victoria's like, you, no, not you, the girl behind you. I like your dress. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> I was six. Okay. Everyone calm down. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I, I got to say Spice Girls really are like, I think Beatles, Spice Girls are kind of on the same level for me. I know a lot of people probably heard that and were like throwing their audio devices out the window, but um. Yeah, I uh, mean, for me, it, it, I agree it with that. The Spice Girls are way above the Beatles. I mean, come on. <laughs> Just in terms of impact and the fact that their music is good. It's it's funny to think they were only actually together for like, like not even years. three years. As, as a five piece though? Oh yeah, as a five piece, yeah. So It's yeah. wild. No, it, it, it is. I think um, that's the thing about everyone who's like, oh, Spice Girls were such like a culty thing. No, their music Oh no, was, it was a cultural phenomenon. It was a cultural phenomenon, but their music, they could back it up. Their music was genuinely great. Yeah. It there's, was. There's something like about the Spice Girls that couldn't really exist these days. And it was kind of, they weren't really, even though they were like put together, mm. but they were very raw and they were real people. It was, they were very authentic despite mm. having these personas of scary and posh and all that stuff. Like it was- it, I'm sure people did see it as like a marketing media game. machine. Media yeah. machine, but, but they were they, they were weren't. out there 
uh, pinching Prince Charles's ass. Like, <laughs> who d- who would do that in 2021? No, exactly. No, I can't exactly. see like Perry from Little Mix doing anything that crazy. No, but you know what is weird? What's this weird thing about British pop group superstars getting together with soccer players? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I was a British pop superstar, I probably would too. It was Posh and Bex and then Cheryl and what's his fuck? What's his fuck? Ashley oh, Cole. what's his fuck? Ashley Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Cole because of the last name. Um, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. And um, uh, Jesse. No, it's not, not Jesse. Uh, um, Who did you say? Perry. Uh, Perry. She's with a, isn't she with a soccer player now? I don't know. I don't follow that side of things. I think she is. And she's obviously pregnant at the moment as well. So there's going to be a – there's, like, so many versions of Posh and Bex over the years. It's ridiculous. Like, I just – whatever. Who's the British pop star who I think should get with a soccer player? Who's uh, uh, Ellie Goulding? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. Charlie XCX. Who knows? Not Charlie XCX. Oh, you don't want her to get with a soccer player? No. <laughs> I mean, she's in a long-term relationship for a start. Oh, but, well, um, sorry. I, I don't know that much about her personal <laughs> life. I don't know. I think she's, like – she's too crazy for that. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I can say that's true. Yeah, I know that for a fact. Um, but no, Drag Race, um, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Um, the the workroom conversations, I guess, weren't that great. Uh, because <laughs> In summary. <laughs> in summary. The workroom conversations sucked. <laughs> I, I just prefer when there's a bit of tea going on. You know what I mean? Like, I just want a little bit of juice. Yeah, but um, I didn't know Ginger had named herself after Ginger Spice. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Um, and I just, well, she has one of the greatest drag. I mean, Ginger Minj is a great drag name. She, it's yeah. fantastic. She's a great drag queen. She is. And I'll, um, I think I've said it a few times, but I see the crown on her head. I'm not going to lie. Could happen. Stranger it things really have happened. really could. Um, but you know what I really love the most, Andy? Tell me. The runways. Bring it to the runway. Runway. What was the um, theme? So the category <laughs> was hot tropics. I miss that. I miss that every time I watch the episode. <laughs> hot Tropics. Well, okay. Hot Tropics, which of course I, I interpret that as, you know, um, rainforesty. Like if you go to Bali, that's tropical. Like just uh, like m- well, maybe Hawaii is technically tropical because it is a lot of, it's not just beaches, it's um, a forest as well. Right. Like there's a lot of natural, like it's anything like that. Like, you know, maybe poolside at a, a tropical. Like Copacabana. Copacabana, stuff like that. Like so nothing to do with the. I guess jungles are trop- yeah, tropical jungles. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. True. Queensland, essentially. Got it. <laughs> um, let's go through these uh, Hot Tropics runways. Um, first up, we had Jan in what is, I guess you can only really call as a- um, J-Lo. Yeah, it had the J-Lo effect. Um, there she blows uh, with oh, her, her big, big wig. Um, yes, I love this one. I think she did very, very well. I think Jan has actually kind of served- a lot of fashion this season, which I'm like, she really has. She she hasn't had an unpolished sort of half-ass look that I can remember yeah. or I can think of. No, exactly. It's very well done. She's got a breastplate on, and um, the I mean the fucking cup, big that's hair, filled with alcohol. Like that's who you want to see at like a tropical resort. Yeah, no, she did well. That is a definite nyas from moi. Oh, it's a total nyas from me. I love that I have regular guests on, so I don't have to repeat every week. We do a nyas or a pass. <laughs> we get it at this point, people. Uh, no, I loved this. And I loved seeing Jan as a brunette. I don't think we see that very often. No, and she served it in terms of attitude too. She seemed a bit a bit like tipsy, I guess, the way she was like trotting down the run- runway. Yeah, Maybe I loved that's just it. just how she looked. Yeah, she Jan just is good at this competition. She's she's a good competitor. Well, she, she is. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, spoiler alert. Um, next on the runway is Pandora box kind of giving the set. This is what I would expect Pandora to wear for a runway like this, because it is very old fashioned. 
It's like 50s meets tropics. Yes, but I haven't loved a lot of what Pandora's done on the runway, but I actually do like this one a lot. She said it was Nurse uh, Nurse Ratchet goes <laughs> to Hawaii or whatever. Yeah. What do you think of that? Have you seen Nurse Ratchet? I haven't seen it, but I know the character, of course. Okay. It's like, you know, you know, popular in history. But um uh sure. <laughs> no, it's a it's a nyas from me. Um I think she it's the best she's looked. It's like very clean, like very classily done. Classily? Classily. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that she had the matching bag as well. Like that was cool. <laughs> Um, the shittest like compliment (laughs) you're just kind of like um well there was a bag and it matched (laughs) well this is okay i've got to be honest guys give it a nah or (laughs) an ass (laughs) i guys i've struggled so much with pandora this season i really if you go back and listen to every episode i've probably been she's been the one i've been the most like i don't know what to do here (laughs) and i'm gonna say I give it a pass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I give it a pass. Fair. I'm just, I get that it's tropical themed, but boring as batshit. There's no in between. It's a nyas or a pass. Exactly. There is no in between. And <laughs> if you can't have a reason to pa- to nyas it, you got to give it a pass. Um, this is my podcast and I'm sticking to it. Um, next on the runway is Raja, um, who we love. And this, I, oh my God, her body's awesome. Her body's amazing. Um, you know, I stan Raja O'Hara. I'm going to give this a pass. Really? Yeah, I, th- I love the hair. Oh, the hair is great. The blonde like dreads, like uh, it's- I love the way she's serving, but it's um, it's not a lot going on. Like it's cool, but um, compared to the rest, it's a pass. It's, I really love the head, but like her bandana around her hair, like that's that's really cool, and it does like it's exactly the same as her outfit. Like as what well, outfit? Uh, her her <laughs> swimsuit compliments. I love the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot to talk about because she's not wearing much. That's the thing. So like the big the big focal point I think of this runway is her hair. Yeah, um, which is her, great. And her uh, washboard abs. Her washboard abs. <laughs> I uh, honestly, uh, yeah. Now that I'm looking at it again. Yeah, sorry, it's a pass. I give the washboard abs a nyas and the rest <laughs> of the outfit a pass. <laughs> I mean, imagine melting pearls on that. Um, One thing I will say about Raja, <laughs> I'm quite happy to see <laughs> quite happy to see her not wearing pants. Because I feel like she came back with a vendetta to wear pants as often as she possibly could on that friggin' runway because <laughs> she got sent home from making pants. Well, she looks good in pants. She looks great in pants, but like, I don't really want to see her wearing more pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he's hoping her um, fin- finale extravaganza look is going to be, uh, you know. It will be pants. It'll like, be pants. I'm telling you now, spoiler alert. It'll be like Raj, like Raja on season three, <laughs> like, which, you know, she served as well. It'll be a pant reveal, just pant- like three <laughs> pairs of pants. <laughs> um, next on the runway is Trinity K. Bonet and motherfucker. When, when I saw her come out, I was like, oh, uh, work, The heavens bitch. opened up, the angels shone down work. and Trinity emerged. Um, yeah, absolute yes from me. Like, this it's is beautiful. Pound the alarm, fucking. Yeah, pound the alarm, Nicki Minaj. Um, it's, it's Brazilian parade just down the streets of um She Sao served Paulo. it and she knew she was serving it. Oh, she did. Like that is, imagine, how'd she bring that by the way? In a fucking- <laughs> Yeah. Suitcases. Wait a wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is genuinely it is it's it's perfection. Like yeah. that is I mean Brazil is one of probably one of the most tropical countries in the world. Like uh it's 
it's such a great reference. It's it's original. It, like no one else did this. It's ah, uh, and she looks so gorgeous. Trinity. The, Trinity just keeps pulling it out for me. And there's like an an air of like uh, poise when it comes to Trinity. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she's just she's giving me everything I need for this season. Um, th- that's why I'm um I'm reluctant to say my prediction of what's going to happen this season. But I get the feeling Trinity is going to be the last one gutted before top four. Really? So, yeah, I get uh, that feeling. I'm hoping she makes top four. But um, I hope she does too. But I will say, um, Trinity, at the beginning, I don't think she was serving on the runways as much as I expected her to. Well, when khakis. She, <laughs> yeah, when she and when she pulled out that um, like crossing guard outfit, um, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Trinity! Like, what has happened in the past khakis couple of years? And like men's business shoes." Yeah, like. um, <laughs> but she's I don't know. She's timed it well. She's elevated like you know halfway through the season when exactly it's she weird. Should to, be. It is weird to think that crossing guard is also this woman. <laughs> Like really? <laughs> Did she forget to bring an outfit? Like what happened, Trinity Maybe. K. But she wouldn't have walked. She wouldn't have rocked up to Drag Race with her with her boy clothes, being like, "Oh, fuck. well, I've got my khakis." And I've got- she's like, "I forgot this look," and just like found somebody on the street, like yeah. an actual crossing guard. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, those shoes from Target in the men's <laughs> section. Yeah, that'll do. Um, next on the runway is Eureka. Um, I need okay. Well, first off, she's she's wearing a bodysuit, a white bodysuit, and it's on her stomach is a beach ball. Like, um, it looks like it's painted as well as um, if you look closely, there's um, like studs. Yeah. Um, well, not studs, like like crystally. What do you call them? Sequins. Sequins. <laughs> That's what they're called. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm worse. We got than, there. We got there. I'm worse than Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's also she also came out with this weird like obviously craft store made. Um, uh, what do you call them? The eye glasses that she was holding. I, I don't really get Oh yeah, she, I forgot about the glasses. But she, she got rid of she them straight them. away. I Can I be honest with you, Andy? This is one of my least favorite looks I've ever seen down the runway on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> From any queen? From any queen. Or from Eureka herself? Like this is up there with La La Ray in my opinion. What? No I way. I fucking hate this. I thought it was cute. I'm gonna I give, hate it. I'm gonna give it a pass um, for the same reason as um, Raja O'Hara. It's too simple. It is way too simple. It is literally a white bodysuit painted three different colors at the bottom. I, but how I, is that as bad? It's not as bad as La La Ree. It, it's up there with the level of, I, I also hate it because the judges are at this point so transparent in their favoritism. Eureka is making it through this competition by going, by, she's nowhere near the level of Trinity, uh, Kylie. She, I don't know what she's still doing there. Really? Okay. I, I oh, and also by the way, in Untucked, I had a close up on her outfit. Uh, the yellow wasn't completely sequined, the others were. Um, so she didn't finish <laughs> wow. it. Um, but it's, I, it is a literal, just a white bodysuit. I, I will say Eureka is getting a very but, good edit. If you can, if you want to talk, blame me editing. Yes. Um, I think it's showing her in a very favorable light. Cause I think I, they knew the fans weren't exactly loving Eureka after the dramas and um, controversy she's been mm. through, but she's definitely getting a redemption, redemption arc. She is, get, that's the thing, but I don't want it to be a forced one. I want it to be natural. And I just, I hate this look so much. And the fact that Michelle said in the critiques, this is a bodysuit, but I love it because it's fun. Michelle, you would not, okay. If this were a normal Consistency season. Consistency is key. If Michelle saw that the first time, the, like Eureka's first season, season nine or 10, she would have been like, Eureka, what are you doing? Really? You're wearing a white bodysuit. With just a ball painting on it, like come on. I don't know. I don't think it's as bad as you're making out. I think it's fine. <sighs> I just don't see a universe where Michelle Visage would see that down the runway and think, "Oh, I like this." I guess there's nothing like, tropical about it as well. No, so it's just she the beach. kind of misunderstood the assignment. So, um, obviously, it's a pass for me. 
if you couldn't tell. I'm going to give it a pass as well. But I just, and this isn't, again, this is no hate toward Eureka as a queen. I'm just saying the show, watching this TV show, which is what we're doing. Eureka's been a little bit inconsistent for me because I was kind of amazed at her in that acting challenge where she did The Exorcist. I was like, wow, like Eureka's pulling it out. But then Mm. the next acting challenge that (laughs) (laughs) triggered Triggered. American Horror Story, she was absolutely terrible in that. I don't know what was going on. She should have been at the bottom. And then even this one, it was fine, but it was pretty weak. I don't know. She's inconsistent. I will say, again, people are going to think I'm coming for fucking Eureka. Um, She should have been in the bottom two weeks in a row, last week and this week. So just... Yeah, I don't know. I I think the top, the bottom two in uh, this week, I agree with. Well, this is not a democracy. It's It's my show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ginger Minj is our next queen down the runway. And again, the same kind of silhouette as the JLo Versace kind of thing. But this, I do love this pattern a lot. Me too. I think she, I actually think she did well. And I think they um, were a bit too hard on Ginger Minj for this look. Um, Yeah, I think so too. I think it was just, it's just because it was very similar to Jan's and it wasn't as good as Jan's. But sorry uh, to quote the RuPaul song. She wears it well. She wore it well. Um, yeah, th- that is a nice for me. It's an absolute nice for me too. Nice. And I think the hair was a great uh, yeah, she, pairing. She looked beautiful. Beautiful She's, red wig. Her makeup is looking really good as well now. Um, yeah, go Ginger. I will say, uh, again, this sounds bad, but I, 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 I do think Ginger is probably one of the top contenders for the crown. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for like a bam wow runway. You know what I mean? Like a... Holy shit, like what we gave Trinity tonight. Yeah. Like there's nothing that's been sort of unanimously praised. I really liked her um the uh, butterfly catcher outfit look. Yeah, the safari that was good. thing. I that thought that was, was really good. cool. But especially and but it's always for ginger. Like that was yeah. great for ginger. It wouldn't be great necessarily for who's like a really great runway queen, like Sonic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that well, yeah. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping she still gives us like a pow, bam. Yeah. Um Next, oh, speaking of, next on the runway is Kylie, Sonique, Love. And I mean, I'm the opposite of Michelle Visage. I love green. Bam. And damn. Yeah, uh, she is a fucking knockout. She looks amazing. Seriously. What pa- what animal print is that, by the way? Because it's green, but it's, <laughs> is, is that panther? Cheetah? Leopard? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like a, it's like a swimsuit a kind of thing with a whole bunch of um, feathers. <laughs> Yeah, no, she looks amazing. Um, I, you I know, love it. She like Kylie is a soft-spoken uh, person, as they keep saying, but she does have um, a certain like swagger to her, or like an attitude that she can portray on the runway, especially <laughs> yes. that is very noticeable and like very loud. I mean, we so. can't we can't not talk about the uh, the um, when she was voting later in the episode and she turns back to the mirror oh, and give it a, a moment a over the shoulder look <laughs> a moment that was so good she is great um oh god yeah love kylie sonic love 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 love, love. it is it is a yas from me it's a it's an absolute yas fully um one of my favorites this week but trinity was kind of the best yeah i'm gonna go with my favorites this week were probably trinity kylie and um I'd say Jan and Ginger. <laughs> I was picking up the okay, cast. That's, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, everybody wins. <laughs> um, I okay. So the only real thing I have to say about the judges' critiques, 
I think it's pretty clear in my opinion what I've already said. I think Eureka's was terrible. The fact that Michelle loved it so much is really offensive to me. Um, anything in the judges' critiques that <laughs> wow, you okay. were a little like, mm, agree, don't agree? Um, not really, but um, if you want to go Rigor Morris, um, I don't <laughs> think um, Jan was probably the only contestant who only spoke about herself. I think that thank you that um, criticism could be applied to a Eureka. few of them. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess it was that line about the pandemic, but besides that, Eureka did talk about herself and I can't remember who else. Maybe yep. maybe even uh, Pandora just kind of spoke about herself, but then she was in the bottom as well, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, look, it, it is weird when, I mean, the judges did tell, tell Jan that um, her lyrics, she needed more soul. And uh, in, a, in a song where you're supposed to be lifting up people based on your own experiences in your own life, Again, I'm going to say what I said earlier. What if Jan just doesn't have that much experience uh, living life in a way where she's like, I've been through shit, so I'm going to tell you what I've been through so that if you're going through the same thing, you can get through it too. What if she hasn't? <laughs> you know what? The judges don't like it if they give you a criticism and you try and turn that around as a positive. Um because it happened in Australia with um, Electra Shock. They said that she had basic drag and I think she used that as a lyric in uh, the Girl Group Challenge as yeah, well. Yeah, she did. And they read her to filth for trying to use that as a positive but or trying to embrace it even. Remember everyone, I, th I think, well, we did that episode, didn't we? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's probably why I, I remember it. I think um, that challenge was weird that, and I think everyone agreed Electra should not have been in the bottom for that challenge. No, that was, that was very strange. And I thought they kind of gave Trinity a similar um, criticism when they said they could tell that she was a choreographer because uh, she stood out so much. And I was like, well, you didn't like it when Electra Shock was the choreographer and she stood out. So <laughs> what is the tea? Uh, that is very, 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 very true. <laughs> um, God, we love reality television, don't we? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Electra did, did, uh, did give herself a few more like you know, splits and a few more moments in the spotlight than Trinity did. But um, mm. yeah, it was a little bit inconsistent. But one thing I will say is out of the whole thing, Trinity K Bonnet kicked ass. She, she blew me away. Like I loved her outfit in the challenge, loved her verse. Her rapping was so good. Yeah. And she just keeps pulling it out. Like, do you remember her season, uh, the pantyhose or whatever they were called? Yes. She couldn't rap on beat. I know it was so frustrating because she, I just, I really did expect her to do so well in that challenge. Yeah, but she could rap on beat now. Yeah, she can. I need to say, based on the crit, again, I've said what I've said, everyone. <laughs> I think I'm over the trauma Olympics and I'm over that being such a staple of RuPaul's Drag Race that queens like Jan, who are incredibly talented, somehow end up turning into a negative or failure of a challenge because they don't have... Um, as much trauma as others. Um, so that's why this week with our bottom two being Jan and Pandora, I I expected it, but I was still disappointed. Um, obviously you said you thought it was pretty accurate, the bottom two. Uh, I'm not mad at the bottom two at all. I do th I do wish Pandora had gone. Um, <laughs> 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 fuck. <laughs> that sounded really mean. Um, no, it's fine. I would like, I think... They were talking about this in Untucked, Ginger and Eureka. And Eureka said, I would prefer to see more from Jan. And I feel the same. I'd prefer to see more from Jan than Pandora. Yes, very much so. But um, I do have a theory that they're keeping Pandora in until um, Snatch? Snatch Game, which is next week. Mm. Because she nailed Snatch Game on her season, like that iconic Ch uh, Carol Channing performance. I'm going to predict, I know this sounds so basic, but I'm going to predict next week's bottom two is going to be Eureka and Pandora. Okay. Okay. 
What are you basing that on? I have this theory that because of the because of the edit that Eureka has had and the, her, her arc, again, people are going to think I'm hating on her, but I'm not. Um, I just have you know a broad mind, and I've seen enough of this show to know how it works. Um, I think Eureka is going to be eliminated, and then when all the queens come back, she's going to be one to win a spot back. I'm going to I put money on Pandora being in the bottom two next week because her mm. arc is just flatlining for me. Um, I don't, I don't see her winning. Pandora, the yeah. whole thing. No, like next week. I don't, oh. see, I don't see her suddenly winning a challenge. <laughs> I was going to say, no, she, she's not winning the whole thing. That's no. not happening. But I, I have I have a feeling that Eureka is going to – I have a feeling that whatever the game within a game is, is going to end up with one of the eliminated queens taking a spot from one of the remaining ones. And oh, Eureka, okay. And the winner gets to choose who to eliminate. Oh, okay. And I think it's going to be one of the heavy hitters. I think it's probably going to be like a Trinity or a Sony kind of thing. Um, that's just my, you know, personal theory. But speaking of uh, the, you know, heavy hitters, the top players, uh, everyone said now that Trinity's won this challenge, she's the front runner. Yes. Do you agree with that narrative of there being front runners and stuff? Because I kind of don't. I mean, is it a narrative? I mean, she's done the best so far. But uh, I just don't think it means much in terms of the final results. No, it doesn't necessarily mean she's going to win the whole thing. No, um, but that's the thing. The whole concept of front runner is you're the one. I mean, God, the Olympics is happening right now, people. Um, but you, I do, when you are at the front, it's implied you're going to win. But I do think, well, she's got a head start now, but I mean, it doesn't, there's so many episodes. We've still got like six people in the competition. So we've got a few more yeah. episodes to go. But I, come back. <laughs> but I do think if you're going on track record, I think that... Um, Pandora not having a win and Jan having one win and two bottoms. Mm -hmm. I think Pandora deserved to go statistically as well because nobody with no wins is going to make it into the top. I mean, exactly. Art Simone, but <laughs> in a regular season, yes. nobody with no wins is going to make it into the top. In a normal world, in a normal yeah, world. In a non upside down, down under world, <laughs> um, you need a win to win the competition and be in the top four. Yeah, no, it's that's totally true. That's why, yeah. Well, that's why I feel like that could have been the reason why people did vote for Pandora yeah. uh, this week, um, which uh, <laughs> let's get into it, guys. Let's get into it. Clearly the, I would have voted Pandora. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you really feel, man? Um, this this moment, it was... <laughs> oh, this moment. I just remembered. This moment, we got our lip sync assassin for the week to go up against Trinity K. Bonet, who was trying to earn $10,000 and the power to give one of the bottom queens the chop, and the lip-sync assassin was Alexis Mateo. Oh, I love her. Meh. What? <laughs> You're not a big Alexis fan? Nah. Uh, Alexa, I do not need to see more of Alexis Mateo. She's been on <laughs> it like already three times. This is her first appearance. Okay, and well, can you say the same about her daughter? Yara. No, Vanjie. <laughs> oh, Vanjie, eh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, honest, honest to God, I... I enjoy just her because she is the classic drag. Like she is um, that era of drag race where it was before it got super serious and super like a show that needed to win Emmys and shit. Like she's just, I, she just reminds me of just fun drag race and uh, I, God, God bless her for giving us that moment on all, on all stars five when she tried to explain <laughs> to cracker why she was being a bitch. And she said, it's because English is her second language. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> Her iconic moment for me was um, you're a liar and that's why everyone hates you. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was good. That was, that is the quote. I need to insert that quote in my life more often. You're a liar and this is why Derek don't like you. No, I was talking about this with my friends actually and um, I was saying, oh, Alexis, like I didn't need to see more of her and they were like, what? And I was like, she's a liar and that's why everyone hates her. <laughs> and I didn't get the joke. I was so disappointed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually, um, when the partition was going up this week in that dramatic moment where we're all like, oh my God, who's going to be? Um, didn't someone say, is that India? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I heard someone say, is that India Farah? And then it turned out to be oh. Alexis Mateo. <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. Um, but of course, uh, Alexis pops out and uh, Trinity and Alexis are lip syncing to Dance Again by Jennifer Lopez. I love this song. I love the song. Yeah, great song. Great kind of pick pick up the crowd song if it's like kind of yeah. dwindling. Do you remember that viral video of the bar mitzvah kid who danced to this? No, oh I don't think God. I saw it. He even went on Ellen because, you know, she likes, she likes those fucking... Things are happening that's popular. I need to get it on my show. Um, yeah, there was a little kid who like at a bar mitzvah came out and performed to dance again, like a whole choreograph routine with like literal like female like dancers. Oh, wow. With her, on okay. stage with him. Um, it was a lot. <laughs> Needless to say, I think that kid is a, a friend of Elton these days. <laughs> but um, uh, this, I love this song. So when it started up, I was like, yes, bitch. Yeah, I, I love a Jane. I like song. it too. Did they just completely cut Pitbull out of this version of the song? I think uh, they did, right? Probably. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> we don't need him. <laughs> um, we didn't need him when they did On the Floor. In season 12. Oh, wait, that? is he? Oh, hang on. I'm thinking I'm confusing it with On the Floor. On the Floor, yeah. Yeah, that he might not be in Dance Again. No, he's he's in it uh, and like the bridge. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Um, what, what is that lyric in the bridge? Oh, I can remember is Dali. <laughs> is it like like a Tonka truck or something? Oh, yeah. Like a Tonka. Oh, that's On the Floor. Yeah. Uh, Badonka, okay. Donk like a Tonka truck. Similar songs, right? Or am I going crazy? <laughs> they are similar songs. They're okay. both by Red One and yeah. Okay. It was because On the Floor was such a huge hit and then Jennifer did a Greatest Hits album. She was like, well, I need to do another On the Floor. Got it, got it. And the so Greatest Hits got, album was called Dance Again. Yeah, <laughs> and we yep. got Dance Again. Um, I wish uh, we got more of it because I feel like it was a shortened lip sync because once a certain incident happened where Trinity whipped her hair forward and off came her wig. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was the moment we were like, oh, fuck. And the reaction was... Uh, it was kind of appropriate because I think Trinity wanted the like the judges to see that she didn't mean for that to happen. Yeah, but um, you know when that happens, you're fucked. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate that um accidents like that can happen. But mm. then again, as Rue said to Monique Hart, "Girl, duct tape." <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I was wondering if Trinity like didn't expect to be the top all star of the week, and that's why she didn't bother like gluing her wig down well, enough. She she changed her wig from the runway to the, yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, of course. So she, she knew she, she knew she was the top. Ah, interesting. Yeah, odd. Isn't it odd? Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, no, Trinity is a fucking professional. She's she, been doing this for God knows how long. Like, she's a superstar. No one's going to fault her for having a moment where her wig popped off in a performance. Like, come on. If this happened in a bar, I would still tip her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> in a bar, but on the stage, she... Yeah, it's she not... And Rue doesn't love it. I mean, Rue it's, hates it. it's, it's what, what's worse is when queens do it purposefully, like BB. Remember yes. when BB did it on three? Ugh. Yeah. And, and, I mean, she still delivered. Like, even after the wig... Um, what do you call it? The wig slip? <laughs> the wig slip. She still like kept going and she- Well, thank God she, she did. Because what if she won that lip sync and Ben couldn't send herself home? Mm. Hang on. What are we talking about? All Stars 3. Oh, I was talking about this lip sync. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> about BB when she purposefully did it in that song. Um, oh, okay. I forgot what the song was, but it's like a Canadian artist who Rue loves. Um, when she purposefully pulled it off in like a dramatic moment and Rue was like, uh. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was, was, that was the performance that Ben won and sent herself home. 
So I always cut to a close up of Rue with that kind of disapproval. <laughs> I know, I love it so much. <laughs> and it's only slight. It's like a slight face crack where you can just tell she's not impressed. <laughs> I know, it's so good though. <laughs> but uh, no, look, accidents happen, and God knows I couldn't do what Trinity does. So oh, absolutely, no shade whatsoever. But unfortunately, Rue did say that the winner of that lip sync was Alexis Mateo. Um, it's, Alex- a big, it's a big. If any, if you see a queen lose her wig in a bar, do not fucking post that shit online. Do not comment on it. Do not say Lord or any of that shit. Just clap for their fucking performance yes. and praise that queen because they're doing the thing. They're doing Speaking what needs of, to be done. This is the same narrative going on with the Olympics right now. Athletes who you know um, are dropping out for mental health reasons. Do not attack them for it because you could not do a fucking thing they do. Exactly, exactly. And it sends the wrong message to anybody else that, you know, needs to take time for their mental health. Exactly. Or even athletes who tried really hard, they got to the motherfucking Olympics in a pandemic and if they don't even win a medal, what, they're seen as a failure? No, they're not a failure. They made it to the Olympics. Exactly. And this is the Olympics of drag, honey. (laughs) So Exactly. (laughs) So um, all the symbolism is there. Um, Let's get into the big... (laughs) Decision. <laughs> this is the part where I screamed. This is the part where <laughs> Molly's Bar and Diner on Smith Street, Collingwood, lost their shit. <laughs> Alexis Mateo pulls out the lipstick of the queens that the queens voted to go home, and it said Pandora. This and this was mean because they knew who um, Trinity was holding in their hand, they and did. they still made her pull out Pandora's lipstick. They pulled first. out Pandora's lipstick first, and then she said, "Wait, wait, Rue, I have another lipstick." And Rue acting. Oscar-worthy acting was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, Rue, we know you knew. Um, she pulls out another lipstick and it says Jan because it is a tie. Holy shit, it was a tie. <laughs> and I laughed at um, the rules state. It's like- <laughs> Since when? <laughs> the rules that you just made up. <laughs> I think, okay, so the rules, RuPaul did say that the rules state that um, essentially a tiebreaker is the queen who won the challenge. Um, because even though she didn't win the lip sync, she still has a vote. Yes. So that makes sense to me. Uh, This is when I screamed because usually they win the money and that's why it's kind of okay for them to be the person that has to have that sway vote. And they're like, oh, I hate doing this, but but it's blah, blah, blah. And I won the lip sync fair and square. But Trinity didn't even get that money and she She still had to be the bitch that- Honestly, yes, I I hear what you're saying, but I still think it, 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 what else could they do, you know? True. Every queen gets a vote, and if it's a, if it's a legit tie, and there's another queen standing there who has a lipstick in her in her titty, yeah, then you use that vote to break the tie. It does make. I mean, it makes sense. The it other thing they could sense. have done is had the bottom queen's lip sync. Maybe for their <laughs> you think they're going to pull out another song? Yeah, pay for another fucking <laughs> pay the license for another song. Um, no, it, it it made sense, but Trinity was asked to rejoin the stage and reveal her lipstick because. She had to break that tie and she pulled out Jen. Jen. What one? Uh, hang on a sec. Do I have a sound effect? No. Um, I don't have a sad sound effect. Damn it. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So I literally that. am so not into the soundboard. I can't even remember what fucking sounds I have. <laughs> but let's do that again for Jen's sake. Not this. Not this. Um, I was devastated. Were you? <laughs> uh, yes, because I love, I think Jan is a fantastic drag queen. She's fine. I mean, <laughs> I always like look at it like, are they going to win the whole thing? And there's no way Jan was taking that crown home. No, I don't think she was going to win the whole thing, but I think she really, uh, I'm, I think 
based on how she did in season 12, I was expecting her to do very well though. And I do think she did. If I could honestly have my my way, I would have just had sent Pandora and Jan both back in in that episode. Oh, just because you want Pandora to go? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, because they were both getting like really rough edits and like I just want to get down to the nitty gritty where it's like, yeah, like, you don't know who's going home because they're all amazing. I would love to get into the nitty gritty of um, just the fucking game within a game already. I mean, come the fuck on. When is that happening? God. Yeah, I'm ready for game within a game as well. I think it'll happen after next week. After Snatch, we'll have five coins left and all of a sudden Rue's going to say, someone gets us to fight for a spot back. That's good. That is going to be the face crack of the century. I'm going to go to Molly's and watch that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever this game within a game thing is happening, I'm sure we're going to gag. Uh, I can't wait to see the Queens again. Um, yeah. That'd be awesome. I'm also- I've kind of forgotten who's even gone home. Um, uh, we've got Serena Chacha. We've got Silky. We've got Starlet Caliente. Akira, oh, Scarlet. Jiggly, Scarlet Envy. Scarlet Envy. Um, it's going to be really cool. Um, I'm Yeah, I'm genuinely so excited. I will say also, I watched Untucked this week. Didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, I watched it too. And Untucked oh. is really boring this week. I'm not going to- It this, was so boring. This season, I'm it, I, it is because none of these queens want to give us anything good. <laughs> yeah. I only watched it. I only re- usually watch it for the reveal of who's voted for who. But mm. um, this week they showed it during the episodes. So yeah, exactly. Like I had nothing, to. <laughs> it was like nothing to look forward to. Exactly. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, I do miss the days of Untucked where it was- um, Throwing drinks at each other. Showing, throwing drinks yep. and straight up just insulting you. Well, guess but, what, Mimi? We did. <laughs> but you know what? They can't do that because the fan base is so horrible. Um, if you want to see more drama, you have to stop giving the Queen shit for, you know, what you perceive to be, you know, being yeah. bitch on the show. Like, um, anyone listening to the pod who feels that they they should be messaging Queens on social media, can you fucking stop? Yeah. Just fucking stop. Just tune it. I mean, just grow up. Really. There's such a difference between talking about it, kicking with your friends and just talking about the show and literally tweeting at them, direct messaging them saying horrible things like you deserve bad things to happen to you. What kind of, I, I can't believe. Do you, know what's a, do you know what's applicable? You know that meme and it's like a British girl and she's like, aren't you embarrassed? Aren't you embarrassed? Yes. Like Aren't you, you embarrassed? should be embarrassed of yourself if you are sending Queen's hate I think via this Twitter. Is, this is probably the fourth time on the pod I've brought this up because I mean it happened again this week. I, we don't we don't have to get into it, but some queens had people literally sending them messages of just absolute just bullshit that you don't need to send people in your life. And what makes you think drag queens deserve that? Why? Because they're on a TV show. And what are you doing? And what? Yeah, what the fuck are what you have doing? What you done? Like, I just it's uh. annoying, and it's more it's irritating even for like other viewers that just want you know to people to showcase their talent and not have to Thank worry you. about being told to kill themselves. Like, I love I love watching on. drag, uh, and in in a competition format, I'll take it. But I like watching drag. I don't fucking need to go and tell a queen you're an asshole. You should have gone home. I say that on this pod. I'm not extracting that audio and sending it to that queen saying, did you hear what I said about you on my podcast this week? There's That's the difference. We're kikiing here. Yeah. We're chatting about and this show. There's a dif- difference between like, I didn't like that beach ball look or, you know, you're worthless and you should die. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference there. Guys, I don't wish Eureka any ill will. <laughs> I no, think I hope she prospers. In yes. fact, I like, kind of like Eureka this season. Um, but I hope Pandora prospers. <laughs> I hope Pandora prospers. I think um, any queer artist who's putting their incredible talents and fashion and just 
just all around artistry out there and on television should be celebrated because holy shit guys do you know this kind of thing didn't wouldn't have happened 20 years ago and i also would love to see more of their real personalities like you know people do throw shade at each other and they do criticize each other and like they shouldn't have to just be a hundred percent lovely all the time no they don't <laughs> to avoid the audience audience's critique like, yes come on bitch i'm not i'm not uh good all the time yeah <laughs> oh fuck well it's unfortunate that uh we did lose jan I'm, i am devastated because i just i, I thought just, i just love watching it i really do people when i was watching in the bar this episode with were loving it <laughs> <laughs> she was good TV. She was good TV. Um, but I guess she had some people who really classified her as the, quote, villain of the season. Yeah, I mean... Bullshit. I there's nothing villainous about her, but... Um, nothing villainous the about energy, her. <laughs> the energy did get a bit um, over... What's the word? Overwhelming, I guess. Yeah. I, You know what? I feel a fantasy and Jan, I think you're going to go on to do many great things. I think it's a good thing you did the show. I think people, some people online were like, oh, she should have waited. You don't have to. Waited for what? She should. People are saying she should have waited for another All-Stars. Oh, okay. No, you don't well, have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. No, no. you don't have to. And if, you're, and if you're incredibly talented and you're a, a queen who knows their salt and wants to do it, then do it. And she did. And yeah, I mean, I guess you'd probably be worried that you might not get asked back again if you say no one time. Um, I personally would want to wait. But, you know, in terms of like elevating herself and her runways, like she did. She came back an all-star for sure. She did. She really did. Jan, you are and you will always be an, an all-star. All um, yeah, guys, we feel the Jan to see on another Drag Race pod. Um, but let us know if you do or don't um go follow us on instagram and uh join the convo uh i'm gonna be posting uh i think our favorite runway of the week and <laughs> i think we'll also be posting as many drag race memes as we can because god i love them keep them coming people god they're so good um another shout out to the greatest group on the internet simpsons drag race <laughs> god they do good things um i need to ask uh, Andy from Pop Chops, uh, anything you want to plug, anything uh, happening? I know we, uh, you know, in COVID times, it's still a little tough to promote things that might not be happening, but. Uh, well, if you can mark your calendars, we do have another Pop Chops coming up on the 24th of September. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a big one. We haven't revealed the theme um, or the performers. Um, actually, I messaged some of them just before this podcast. So looking forward to checking my phone. Um, but. It's going to be a really big one, so um, mark your calendars and um, keep track of us on the socials at Pop Chops HQ. Awesome. I uh, am really looking forward to this new show. Uh, really wanted to go to the last one, but mm, what do you know? COVID. Ms. COVID. Yeah, this little thing happened where um, uh, some premier of another state couldn't control her own state and Ooh, ruined the lives of go. everyone else in other <laughs> states. But uh, I digress. This is not a political podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh I want to say, Andy, thank you again so, so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank Always you. a pleasure. I'm, I'm so grateful that you are uh, a friend of the pod. Until next time, guys, again, follow Pop Chops uh, for all the info on the upcoming show. Follow Not Another Drag Race Pod on Instagram. Make sure you keep tuning in to Drag Race. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever it is you're listening. Uh, chances are, if you're listening to this right now, there's a thing where you can subscribe. <laughs> it's right fucking there. You just got to find it. So hit that subscribe. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, please give us a rate and review because that really helps out the pod. Uh, until next week, which is 
Snatch game. game. I'm so excited to see what happens. Uh, apparently, I mean, we saw a little taste where Raja was talking to Rue about her character. It's oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Oh, let's. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? Who's <laughs> who knows? But I'm keen as fuck, and I'm keen to see if my prediction comes true. <laughs> Until next week, guys. Thank you so much, uh, and please stay safe. Stay loved. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated if you're eligible. And if you're not, please uh, send hateful messages to Scott Morrison because he's the only person in this country who deserves hateful messages. I agree. Yep. Yes, if you're going to write on socials, write it to, to yeah, Scott Yeah, if you, if you are angry enough to message your queen hateful stuff, pause and realise, hang on, I'm not angry. Reword the queen. tweet and tag yes. ScoMo. You know exactly how to, who to send that hatred toward. Um, Again, not a political podcast. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Have a great week. Goodbye. Ciao.